So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This is Matthew Bailey alongside... Carter Medina. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, and this is a very impromptu um, discussion slash podcast slash conversation we're having here through the right. Magical Power Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is because we both checked out the latest Netflix feature film. And actually, it's it's coming out uh, Friday, the 26th of this year, by the name yeah. of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword, Sword of Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. yeah. So we managed to see it like exclusively. Like we, we, we saw it in IMAX. We saw it in right. 3D, by the way. I honestly yeah. didn't expect it to be in 3D, but it was there. Yeah. Uh, we saw it a couple yeah. of days before the actual um, airing um, on Netflix. Right. Yeah. And basically, we're just going to share our thoughts on, on that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, it's it's. I, I, I never. I wasn't too clear on why it had an IMAX screening or premiere because there's a thing other than outside of Netflix. No? It was earlier. It was an early thing, so we just get a chance to see that. We went to took it in yesterday. Um, yeah, uh, we took it in, in Digicel IMAX. By the way, that's the only yeah. IMAX cinema in uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, or the Caribbean, for that matter. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the Caribbean, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, we have it. We have it good, actually. <laughs> yeah, how many? How much IMAX is having you or South America? Um, I do not know. I know, to be honest. Yeah, I, I really don't know. And I actually surprisingly never checked. Do that research. Yeah, yeah. we should. Right, we should. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that also. Well, before also that, this uh, today I went in some down south and I took in room. Uh, finally. Oh, so, so you finally watch room? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably um, one. Right. If, if I could stop it just for, for a time a little bit, um, well, just just mentioning here, guys. I um, like on my on my blog, I actually did a special Oscar team post where I talked about um, who I think would which of the nominees actually I think would win for um, you know win the respective awards, 
And yeah. uh, for Best Actress, actually, I had Kate Blanchett done for uh, Carol. And right. Yeah. I always usually do, like, I always have, like, a little runner-up, you know, just in case yeah. this person doesn't win or this movie doesn't win or this person behind the scenes didn't win, then somebody else will. So in my case with Best Actress, I, as a runner-up, I had Brie Larson. Brie Larson, for, yeah. For room. So yeah. before we get into, um, you know, Crouchy Tiger, um, well, all right, well, I saw Room. I enjoyed it for what it was, but... I'd like yeah. to hear your 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 thoughts on the first. Yeah, uh, I this is an this <clears throat> for me it was an excellent character piece. Uh, right. Uh, actually, one of my personal, I really wish I saw this last year. Because what we need to do is push up our list to the Oscar time instead of for the year. Yeah. Um, for, for our top ten list instead of um, because this would have definitely make my top ten though. This was really I really. Yeah, yeah, it, oh, I really, you really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it that much. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, great, great character piece. Um, what it did, it reminded me of Gone Girl a little bit, which is you know the movie could have easily ended halfway, and then Agreed, yeah. then they say, all right, let's just take it to a further logical conclusion, and they do an excellent job with that. Uh, and it has some like, some great performances, and it has some genuinely heartbreaking moments, and it yes, was just yes, yes, indeed, well, indeed. I think I think it was a book, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Um, it is based on a book. Yeah. Right, so it was. I thought the dialogue was well written. You got you got a great sense of, um, especially with the boy. Yeah. Uh, and he had some rather unique dialogue. The way how he spoke and things right. that was that was really creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got a great sense of him being a, a good, uh, like basically how a boy would up. up uh, you know, the sad part I really don't want to talk about is because it really spoils the entire movie, and it's a movie that you have to walk in blind. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I walked in blind I, as well too. Didn't know what to expect, and then right, I got the yeah. show. Yeah. Right, and yeah. I was—I didn't know what to expect with it either, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to this," and I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, so say it, it, yeah. Again, it is a movie that could have easily ended halfway, mm-hmm. and it doesn't end halfway. Much like with Gone Girl, that's the only spoiler I'll spoil. Yeah. And then they carry, they carry the characterization to a logical conclusion, and it has some genuinely, again, really they carry it in some really dark places. A couple moments were quite dark. Um, there's a scene with William H. Macy was actually quite brutal, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, uh, then then um, the character they, it had a great moment with um, you could tell it was shot differently, like at the end and the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had some smart shooting choices because it's to illustrate a sense of perspective and skill. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. with the with the boy's perspective, uh, Jack, uh, his perspective for, with that with that approach. You now, so yeah. I, I thought, uh, yeah, this was an excellent movie. Though I give it like a, a, a high IMAX actually. Oh, um, okay, give it, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't expect it. it was very well written, very well done, very well acted on on pretty much every front. Yeah. Um, simple shooting doesn't it doesn't nothing fancy or anything. But the shooting simple shots, uh, and they just make it work. Um, they tell they focus on the right right characters, the two two main the two main protagonists, Brie Larson's character and the little boy. Yeah, and yeah, I, I really really like this movie. I didn't expect to enjoy it so much. It again is because it's probably the emotional thing. It 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 had you going back and forth with the happy. And he's sad now. Yeah, right. well, so honestly, I, I'm, I'm glad that you actually enjoyed the uh, room. But um, just one question I wanted to ask. So what do you think about Brie Larson's um, performance? Do you think it was, yeah, it was really Oscar worthy? Nah, yeah, it wasn't. Like, you know, do you think it was Oscar worthy? Yeah, yeah, it was subtle. Again, it wasn't a brilliant movie or this kind of mind-blowing kind of thing. I mean, that sense, I didn't really, like, it didn't stand out to me. Her, her performance didn't really stand out. It was normal. It was fine. I, to me, it was just more about the character rather than her, per se. Yeah, that's so, yeah. She didn't. She didn't stand out per se. I don't really, you know, get anything from it. It really is. He, is the child who really most stood out because he's he's such a young actor. I, I have no. I actually have no idea how old he is. So the yeah, I, I don't know either. But I, I he's doubt he is. Five. I doubt he's five. 
Right, exactly. He looks a lot more, much, much older than five, actually. Um, looks yeah. like at least like about at least nine. I thought just the, the mostly because the character is usually moments. I call it a, I call it a, what I call a kintsugi movie, which uh, is a, who, it, a, what? <laughs> a, a, a kintsugi movie, which is it's it's a character where you know the word the, the term kintsugi really means it's you break something and then you repair it and it comes back more beautiful than how it was originally in some it's just in some circles. Um, that, that, that sounds cool. I, yeah. Right, and it was the whole because they had this really cool scene um, with with the doctor where he said it's it's lucky. It's lucky that you you got him out while he was plastic, and the the, the guy at uh, the boy says I'm um, I'm real I'm not plastic. I love that line. Mm-hmm. I actually love that moment because you know the term plastic really what do you mean by plastic is that his brain plasticity is actually quite good now. So right. he do, he not he scarred for life or anything like that. he wasn't too old. Yeah. Um. Right. And that's what the doctor meant. Oh, by the way, that doctor I think he is he's one of the characters in um he is in the Expanse. Oh, as a character, so, which you discussed um, a few podcasts right. back, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So just to see little, little nice character, look nice character actors here or there in the movies, like, oh yeah, I know you from here, and I know this person from here. Yeah, William uh, William H Macy, of course. You know, yeah, we, yeah, we knew him. A, yeah. Very small part, but he did a good role. Because what I what I was actually quite shocking, I don't know who the actor was who played the. Um, Oh God, you know, it's sad, but I have to spoil a lot of stuff. That's the thing. See, see it, see say. it, see it, because probably in the trailer anyway. See it, right, so because I actually have to mention something about that that particular character. But... Right, serious spoiler warnings at this point. So, at the warning, point, so the, warning. Yeah, massive spoiler warnings. Please skip, skip it, and, you know, put a stamp or something like that in this. Anyway, uh, when you could tell that he, well, you could tell that the, the two parents were divorced because of the girl being kidnapped. Like, oh. like I piece that together. So like, right, was, I, I, I actually assumed that it, that the divorce was before. No, I didn't get I didn't get at all. It oh. was it was because they mentioned the parents no? and mm-hmm. my parents. Well, she was keep talking about her parents were together. I mean, they come, they're separate, and they say her friend Leo. So it's it's well, they clearly the mother remarried. Yeah. And then the scene with what I thought they would have done, I thought they would have gotten the because he had because William H. is such a big actor. I thought that he would have been the the step. I thought he would have been the second father, and he would have had the scene connecting to the boy now. Um, so when when William H. used to say he couldn't look at the boy, you could, well, you totally understand why that was the case, because he's clearly the product of this horrible thing. The boy is the representation of, of the kidnapping and, you know, what went on with the fella, and, you know, basically, essentially, rape. He's a product of rape, essentially. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and it, it did a great job with that whole... They didn't dwell too much on it, but it did a great job with that whole... Well, shouldn't you have given up the child or, you know, her decision making? Yeah. Um, my only problem with the movie is um, Brie Larson's character as, you know, Joy, her character. It, you know, how intelligent is this character? So, because, you know, I was unclear on how the, sh- the nature of the shed. To me, the shed seemed quite easy to escape from. Right? I don't well, know if it's... Or the it's, exception of that door, though, because she always keeps seeing that, right, you know, no, there's this door so, and the combination, so the door, to... You can get out the door, but it had this, this window, and I was like, wait, why she couldn't, like, figure out a way to climb out of that window? Or I know, yeah, have, I was thinking that, too, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, again, it was, it, you know, it was more... And then the guy said, you know, intelligence is not your strong suit. So, like, well, clearly she was, at, she was in high school when she was kidnapped. You know, we're not sure how old she was. She looked like about 16 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mentioned that she was there for roughly seven years. So that means she's like what? If she's sixteen now, she's about twenty-three. You know, early twenties, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three, maybe. Yeah, um, I, I didn't really read into age with her character. Though. I just saw the right, way no, she but, looked in. Yeah. No, but, but we pieced together. It was easy to piece together a lot of information, like stuff like when she was kidnapped. She, again, she 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 was on track team 
social media in upper high school again should have been i don't know 17 maybe yeah um right maybe all this i thinking in my head at 16 16 17 or so she was relatively naive because the guy said he was she was an intelligent but then he was a complete monster so it don't really like and I, i'm glad that they kept that simple they didn't try to make him any kind of complex figure or anything like that mm-hmm. um she was just a horrible person total psychotic they didn't explain him didn't try to but it wasn't about him yeah you know, he he best as well just be a force of nature, you know. It wasn't like a person. He didn't. Add a, he didn't need to be. Yeah. Um, my, my, and then all right, go on, sir. Yeah, yeah, and then so I didn't get how smart she was because to me it, it's that place seemed relatively easy to escape from. It, I don't know how well built the shed was, but to me again, you could have like figured out ways to like just smash that that thing open with wood. It wasn't like a, anyway. They, they show a big tractor trying to rip out the door, so it was probably well made. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I still think she could have just climbed onto that thing though. Like climb onto this this sky this sky um this sky thing now. So yeah, the um sky well sky, yeah the sky, sky window was sky roof kind of thing yeah um, yeah basically the sky roof and I I didn't get that it was any kind of bulletproof glass or anything like that so to me she could escape from that and it didn't seem to be tampered with at all because it was the, the window pane was relatively clean the entire time yeah uh, then so if it, you know if it was like underground or something like that it would have worked better that was kind of bothering me that was the only thing that bothered me and then. It's not like she was dumb because the plan she came out with I thought was quite clever. Um, it it yeah, it was wait, prone to no, failure. No, 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 spoil it, no spoil it. It was prone to failure. No, I can't spoil it, but it was prone to failure. But uh, it it was actually quite clever. I thought what it what it did with that. And, yeah, yeah, and you know, like yeah, it was either fifty fifty chance it would have worked or not. Eh? Right. I liked how they how the how the film showed but, it. But anyway, again, it's probably a bit spoiled. I thought they were going to go darker with that, with the plan. I thought the plan was going to fail, but fail in a really disturbing way. Mm-hmm. Or I thought one of the characters was going to die or something like that. And I thought that was going to happen. But it, it, they, made it, they made it dark in a different way. Yeah. And uh, she's quite surprised with what they did with that. Um, but yeah, no, this movie was excellent. I, I yeah. didn't expect to enjoy it so much. Again, yeah, well, I'm really glad you did, you did check it out and I'm yeah. glad you did enjoy it. I just, I really I just have one little particular issue, though, and uh, well, you kind of mentioned it before or more or less answered. Right. With the um with the antagonist being this force of nature. Um right. I was trying really trying to kinda although I know the film wasn't focusing a lot on that, just trying right. to get like a proper motive as to why he did what he did. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, but we've seen we've seen many stories like this before. We've seen you know, you see it on the news ever so often. You know, mm-hmm. this well, some girl go on missing for some odd set of years and the guy just have her and they get pregnant. You see I've seen it like two or three times. Uh, you know, see, the, the, probably the most famous one is this guy in Austria who had, like, a, a woman trapped and he, he had children with her for, like, uh, like several children as well. And one of them died. And, like, I think that's... I'm not sure if that was what it was based on because we've seen it happen in the United States as well. Um, but, yeah, so that wasn't too far-fetched. Like, just trying to explain that the, the guy wasn't... You didn't need to. You didn't need to explain the guy. Um, the guy was just a cook. You know, you have people like this. This happened ever so often. Yeah, you know, yeah. he kidnapped, kidnapped the girl and... You know what I like about it that they, they they get into the theme of you know the whole dog thing now. So they had a whole like that. That's to me one of the nicest parts of the movie when the boys see the dog for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's mentioned earlier how the dog is a, the guy the evil guy uses the dog to trap the girl. Um, so it's all of those little thematic little things that that you know had little great little running themes now. Yeah. And of course the best part of the movie and probably the Montez who shared moment is when he said he was gonna um, send the hair to the send his hair to the to his, to his mom. Oh, yes, um, yes, yes. And for, for very, 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 emotion, very emotional reasons. Um, yeah. Easily the best part of the movie. I thought this movie worked. I really liked it. It wasn't cheesy. It was small, but not cheesy. It wasn't silly because mm-hmm. of how dark, how dark the material was. And they kept it. 
because if they put it from the boys' point of view, largely, um, they made it really work. Yeah. Um, I well, really well written. Uh, again, it, it had to be a book. This can be a script. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like I said, it's, it's um, I, yeah, it is, I, um, I think it is nominated for best adapted. Yeah, screen, I, I think they should win for adapted screenplay. It shouldn't win for best film or anything like that. But best adapted screenplay, yeah, it should. I think they should win it over Carol. I, I think so. I, I, yeah. my, my pick is the Martian, though. I thought you would have been like, yeah. you know, Martian all the week. No, listen, I love Martian. Martian, Martian is, is my movie, but Martian is still simplistic. I love Martian. Me because by the numbers. Just, right, no, yeah, because, yeah. But Martian was like my movie in the sense of it just catered to me as a geek. You know, yeah. science, that shit. No. I, and it, it, Martian totally worked on almost every level, but still, Martian wasn't exploratory. You know, forgive the pun. <laughs> so I... So yeah, I think they should win because I, I didn't see it. I saw Martian and I didn't see this. And I was like, when I see this, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's still fresh in my mind. But it probably will drop over time by the time the awards come across. But dude, I really like this movie. Like, right. I signed a route for this movie now. I didn't expect to enjoy it so much. Okay, well, um, it's going up for Best Picture as well too. So I don't think it'll win that. Um, nah, 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 I, think, nah. I, think, I think it's too small, um, too much politics involved. Uh so yeah, yeah I don't but think it, would, it would be an achievement for a show like that to win at least for best actress. That no, that would be, that'll that'll be, be, that'll be, that'll be great. No, that'd be amazing. That'd like I mean, I, mean I love Kate Blanchett and all too. I, I right. think she's like the best actress working in Hollywood right now. But still, right. if Brie were to win, wow, yeah, cool. Yeah, that'll be shocking too. Yeah. No, but um, no, but if if it wins best picture, that'll be like sh- that'll immediately like you know in the eyes of the quote unquote cynics bring back bring back the Oscars back to legitimacy and you know because everybody that's so cynical about. Oh, it's a, it's a big political process, and people who shouldn't be on the awards um, in, the, in the academy, part of the academy, the, the selection committee, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be there. And, you know, you have like a bunch of people who definitely should not be there, um, in my opinion. But if that movie win, that will totally shock everybody. It'll be like, what? The Oscars actually choose the movie that, you know, we like, yeah. you know, all the, the, you know, the film people like, whatever. So, there's that. Uh, yeah. Big rating. Enjoy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, well, my quick little rating, if anything, I, I, I gave it a four. Well, I would give it a four. Um, right. It's a show that I really have to like revisit. Um, not yeah. in a hurry, of course, but I, I did see it um, in terms of just seeing as much nominated films as possible so I could make my uh, my predictions list, you know. And um, like I said, I had that down as a runner-up for, for Best Actress. I don't right. have it down for anything else, though. Um, I still think that Martian will win for Best Adapted Screenplay. And okay, I actually yeah. put um, the big short as um, okay. the runner-up, yeah. Right. Okay. Just for the way how uh, they took the 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 um the concept or at least the the um theme of the story and just presented right. in all these different ways. You know, that was that was really creative. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't watch back this movie a second time because I that movie the, the, the is too <laughs> no, yeah, no, but it, it's very emotionally draining, eh? Because it's like, oh shit, this is like one of the worst things that could happen to a person, too. Of and then course, people yeah. have to live, have to live, go on with life now. And yeah, that, that, that was the part that really hit me the most. Now, having know, to move that, on from that, yeah. Right, and you know, it it reminds me of a second. It's kind of like good, it, much like good Gone Girl. How Gone Girl reminds me how we could have finished. It kind of reminds me of um, Spotlight in a sense, in the sense of just keeping it human. They didn't, yeah. they didn't hype it up. They didn't make it. Um, you know, I get a, a typical quote unquote Oscar bait movie where they like have the camera up in brass and face, and she like you know, you know, you shouldn't tell me to be nice, and you know that shit now. Yeah. You know, it just keep normal. Like this is how a person will melt down. People don't melt down the way you, you would do it. And then because they put it from the child point of view, it's just character shouted in a, a to me in a workably reasonable and realistic way. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not melodrama. Very little or to no melodrama was was in this movie. It had some, but not too much. 
Um, and again, because Brie Larson's character worked, it just made it normal, like how a character would just, how a person would just do things. And again, the big, probably the most shocking, most shocking part of the movie, the boy just wake up and he just hear coughing. They didn't, they didn't, no music, they don't, nothing, just make it silent and normal. And then they just make it like, oh shit, this happened. Yeah. And like, wow. Um, they did it, they made it really work in that way, you know. So, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to watch it over again because <laughs> I, oh, I, I I can't deal with them, them that stuff too too long. You go watch it once, enough. Yeah, so that, that was a little too intense for me in that way because of, of the nature of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, at 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 least I'll try to to check out the book. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Gonna, at, at least I'll, I'll give the book a, a read at least. You know? Oh no, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna buy this book, George, because I was like, that was so well done. Because the Martian mm-hmm. I already read. Uh, from from after seeing the movie. Yeah, it's, I still uh, need to read. Um, to read right. the book though. In the case of the Martian, because the Martian was done on a blog, I knew most of the blog, but I didn't actually read the book. But I just saw familiar with some of the things and a bunch of stuff that was uh, changed. Mm-hmm. But with the book, I want to read this book. Yeah. I'm gonna buy the book. Uh, not gonna buy the book with a shitty, with a shitty cover. Okay, you know, you know, movies always do that bullshit now. And book oh, yeah. now, now a major motion picture. Huh? Right. They'll have, they'll have Brie Larson and the boy on the cover. That bullshit. I ain't gonna buy. Yeah, it. I know they have that for Martian. I already knew that. Def- uh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, all right. Now, now for for awkward segue. I know I've taken a little cue from you. And speaking <laughs> of novels, now we're gonna get to a film, or at least the sequel to a film that was based yeah. on a novel. Yeah, well, like a series of novels or one of them. Yeah, series right? of novels. Um, it I was written by Wang Dulu. And, uh-huh. of course, we're talking about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. Now, quick question. Was this the second of the novels? I do not know, to be honest. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because I, 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 I wasn't even sure if it was a novel at all. I just thought it was just right. like a story that they just created, you know, for right. simple too. purposes now. Right. Okay. I My thing is that it done... Um, because I get the feeling when I was watching, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a serial novels." I didn't know that. Um, yeah. The I, I was like, "Oh well, this is the second novel, and we, they're gonna make all then." You know, if once they get the budget and the, the money for it, they should make yeah. all. I I got that feeling, and um, so that was kind of shocking. I was like, "Oh great, that means we could get more of these movies." Yeah. Um. So, I'll actually, well, actually, I'm reading it up here right now because I have uh, Wikipedia right in front of me right now. Okay, yeah. Um. The first film, uh, which came out in 2000, uh, directed yeah. by Ang Lee, it. It was based, actually based on the fourth novel. Right. Yeah, it's a pentology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, what it is the Crane oh, was... Iron Pentology? That's the name of it. Crane oh, wait, wait. Iron so, Pentology. That sounds awesome. So wait, so wait, all of the... So the, that was the fourth book? Yeah. Okay, okay. I have to, I have to like... Okay, so I just, I'll piece it together later. All right, yeah, no problem. And uh, apparently this one here, well, the new one is the um, based on the fifth and, well, the last oh. book in the, in the, um, oh, so that in the series. That, that means you're getting prequels. Yay! At least we'll get to see what happened before yeah, so, so the first and second ju- movies, which will be so pretty could, interesting. So, yeah. so you could justify bringing back Choi and Fat for something. <laughs> or, or, or somebody to look like a younger version of him. Yeah, that'll be a problem too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well, yeah, well, before this, before we get into like what, you know, Soul of Destiny was and, you know, if we enjoyed it or not, I just want to do a little recap of, um, of, the, of the first film. Yeah, the first I'm not going to run through the whole story because I don't, really don't need to. It's, it's definitely a show you right. have to see. If you haven't yeah, exactly. seen it. And it, for me, it's, it's a, it's, it was quite a brilliant film. I, I actually, when I saw it at the time, I actually quite loved it. I thought it was really sweet, really yeah. well done, yeah. um, really, really tragic and you know, well made. And yeah. it was just, and then the, the combat was just kick ass. It was just of really course, kick ass yeah. combat. 
Yeah, you know, and, and, it, it came it came a year after the Matrix, and I was still right, really I was just about to say that actually. And, you know, me, you know, the, you know, for me as a teenager, when I was, I was what eight, you know, four, you know, when two thousand, I was like what, 15, 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Matrix was the high water mark of quote unquote martial arts movies and this kind of thing. But I was a big Jackie Chan fan and big you know Jet Li fan and all that stuff. So I didn't have you know, like Matrix was just one you know isolated kung fu movie. Of course, yeah. you know, we in Trinidad, we watching martial arts and kung fu films on EVM for years and whatever. Yeah, and then so, also too, and um, oh yeah, good thing you bring up EVM. The thing is yeah. with, with EVM is that, all right, um, you know, like, I don't know if you're familiar, but like in the, the States, for example, like in the 70s yeah. and 80s, you used to have a station, yeah. Channel 5, and every Saturday, they used to show, like, martial arts films. Yeah. And of course, that's where, you know, the members of the Wu-Tang Clan got inspired and all that stuff. We, yep. we know that, right? We never really got, like, the, the the real classics. We never got the Jackie Chans or the Golden Lose, you know. We always yeah. got, like, the really bag and basement kung fu yeah. movies but we didn't yeah, yeah. care at the time it was just so and we awesome. didn't watch it and it was yeah. still good i still yeah. really loved movies um uh, and then of course like um like during the 90s when when i just used to love going cinema and thing um i always remembered i think it was uh, like the easter holidays or the summer holidays or the yeah. well either yeah. one of those two or the christmas holidays we always yeah. got a martial arts movie it was um yeah. usually like a jetly movie like it was always be a yeah. jetly movie or something similar and then yeah. of course um Rumble in the Bronx came out in 95, and then it was just, you know, all these um, yeah. Jackie Chan action films, you know, where yeah, he yeah, is in yeah. a different country, you know. Right. And they were they, they were really highlights for me, you know, looking forward yeah. to seeing yeah. the next Chet Leo Jackie Chan movie. And then, of yeah, course, no, the Matrix me, come out and then just blew right. everybody's minds, you know. Right. I was really interested in that. It was like Hollywood taking real, true martial arts and showing it in a very unique way, you know. Right, yeah, and the thing, the thing is with, with Jackie, um, you know, at the time you don't know this, but you realize that you know Jackie coming to the United States was like a big hamper to him. It held him back. Um, yeah. So it's like, wait, what is what Jackie could really do when you get to see his films, uh, you know, away? And it's like when he, once you see him shooting Europe and with his material, and he, you know, putting his life on the line essentially mm-hmm. um, to get these amazing stunts, amazing shots, amazing yeah. fight sequences. Um, but he yeah, was doing that I mean, before I, he came to the states, so before Roman right, yeah. was using all these death yeah. defiant stunts. So. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I was saying. That. Like, like before we knew what he really went through in the in the, in the you know back in in Hong Kong and in in, in Europe and some of the stuff stuff in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of my favorite movies, arguably one of my favorite, his my favorite movie of his. Um, even though it's not that good of a movie, it has the best fight scene, which is um, Who Am I? Yes. <laughs> that, that was a great movie. Now, I always, always remember, remember the the Australian scenes. Fight. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always loved that movie. It's a very, very, very kind of shitty Euro trash kind of movie, but it's still really well done. Um, it was, the final fight, as hell, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the final fight in that was just awesome. Hey, yeah. let's talk about. Um, let's talk and about then, and then, and then, right, well, right, moving along, and then you know, Crouch and Tiger came out, and um, for me, yeah. that was the first time I ever saw Wuxia. That's W U X I A, and yeah. it was more like, um, like, how to describe it? It's basically like you know, um. England would have their their tales of you know um, knights and stuff, you know King yeah. Arthur and stuff, you know gallant knights fighting and stuff. This yeah. was the Chinese version of that, where you had these these um, great martial arts masters, you know, fighting and doing all these adventurous stuff. You know, they were yeah. they were the knights more or less in the story. Um, right. And the way how like okay, going in blind, I expected like this nonstop kung fu fest. And yeah. I didn't get that. I got this really interesting story. A lot of back um backstory, um, a lot of interesting characters, a lot of emphasis on the female characters as well too. More particularly, yeah. uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, Shulin, yeah. who shows back up in the um this new film here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then again, after it comes from Ang Lee, who um right. and, and actually before seeing the second film, well yesterday, 
during the time of this recording, um, I took in the first film, of course, and then uh, right. took in the movie that he made before that, which was a a Civil War Western slash war film called Ride with the Devil. Right. Um, it was a film that wasn't really that well received, and I understand why because it's really this unconventional take on the Civil War. Like I'm telling right. you this right now, and you would think you, you're expecting a whole set of battle scenes, but just really like um, it's a, it, it involves this group of guys that well, they they call the Bushwhackers. I've got right. the other group that they were fighting for. It's just basically those two groups warring against each other. Um, Toby McGuire was the star. Jewel, right. the the singer, was there. Um, okay. Jeffrey Wright was there. And okay. it was just really like them just going through the motions, just them just trying to live in this war. But it wasn't so much about the war. It was just about the characters kind of just moving in and out. And that. So it was really unique, you know? And yeah. a lot of people didn't really pick up on it, but like I saw it now and thinking about how Crouching Tiger and Dragon was where... You expect a lot of action when you got this really intricate story, you know? Yeah. And it was so different, you know, compared to what came out before in terms of martial arts and wuxia films, right? Right. And I kind of got that, like, yeah, this is kind of like Ang Lee style now, you know? And then uh, the script was written by uh, James Sheamus, who also okay. wrote for Ride the Devil as well, to so assume that, you know, basically they just wanted to bring in something different to a familiar genre, you know? Right. Um, I was thinking maybe that's what he was trying to do with Hulk back in, back in 2003. Yeah, trying no, to bring a really thing. unique no, spin no, no, on the superhero I, genre. <laughs> I defend, I will go back and defend that Hulk film, right? that 2003 Hulk film. I defend that movie. It's I, I, that, I was liking it, it though, but then it had I think problems. it's a halfway point where I got lost. I was like, I don't know what's no, going on. Why this happened? You know, it had, it had a lot of problems. And it, I get a feeling that a lot of this stuff was out of his hands, but I had to do a little more research to see if... If this movie is really defensible as as much, I thought it was interesting in some ways, and I pref- in some ways I do prefer it to the the 2008 Hulk film personally. I just thought the 2008 Hulk film was just bland and straightforward, and it, you know it came and went, and I forgot about it. I think it was a little too bleak for me, but a little too um, downcast for me, you know. Right. Although Hulk is kind of downcast, but just the film was just like a downer to me, you know. <laughs> and then right. you know, um, uh, who was the actor who played uh, Hulk in that one? Which one? Bar- Eric Banner or um, no, Edward not Norton? Eric Edward Norton just played yeah. off him worse. He was just more sour than yeah. anything else. You know? Yeah, I find... Downer, I, I, you know? Yeah, because uh, the thing is, it, it catered to the Hulk fans a little too much, but that, to me, that was the problem. It was just too much for comic book fans. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, I just was kind of underwhelmed by that one movie, frankly, but the, the other Hulk film, um, it, again, severely flawed. I'm not denying that, but it, I, it had some things I liked in terms of the characterization. You just, to me, Chris, I think it was Nick Nolte or Chris Christopherson was the father. Nick Nolte, right? Nick Nolte. Yeah, Nick Nolte was just, he kind of killed it, actually. I mean, it, if they focused differently on him, and they said that, it, I think the mistake was trying to make him a villain, a super villain. They should have just kept it with the father, son, stuff, I like that. But to me, it was really, they should have, you know, just shift a little bit of focus. I don't know, I, it's a movie I kind of defend. I mean, a lot of people hated it. I'm not denying that. I could see why I totally hated it. But it's a movie I, in many ways, I kind of prefer it to, you know, the 2008 one. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, I forgot the... All right, well, the other movie that I remember from Ang Lee, of course, was uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, Sparked a lot of critical praise and controversy, you know, just off the, the taboo subject matter at the same. Right. Um, and it's shocking me, still shocking to me, up to this day, earned um, Ang Lee, you know, a Best Director win. In the, yeah, in the Academy Awards, I was like, "What?" Yeah, no, but it's a movie. That is a movie that I thought was excellent. Um, right, was, I haven't but, seen it. I should give it a chance. That? Just no, no, I haven't seen it yet, but I should actually give it a try. Oh wow! Okay, I thought you saw that. No, I is a movie I actually really like. Um, because the big shocking thing about it wasn't so much as the key relationship. That was shocking on its own, but really, what happened to Jake Gyllenhaal's character? Um, that was a big shocking part okay, for me. Okay, that's what. 
Yeah, yeah. That that was like, oh shit, that's what happened in the movie. Okay, that's actually a big deal though. Yeah. Um and it's not it's a slight cliche, but it was still for again, kinda one of those things that exists in a vacuum. Um so that's why it, it had such a big impact on people. Mm-hmm. And it should have won because everybody remember the big thing, big bullshit that went on that year, which was Crash One. That yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Right. In retrospect, so, too. I mean, Crash. Yeah, yeah. Crash is good for its time, me, but it doesn't hold. Mediocre. It really doesn't hold. Autumn mediocre. No, no, yeah. Crash was totally mediocre. Like, it was, and it, it just tried to be shocking because it appealed to a race, but it was race in the most stupid, you know, most naive and just, frankly, immature way. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the writing and just, yeah, Crash was just fucking dumb. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just, no, but, that uh, I, that I don't understand why people like um, and why that won the awards. But that was like a perfect example of just the academy. Like, guys, when it started, because we had to talk about academy shenanigans and yeah you know i really like the fact that we're supposed to be talking about crouch attack and we're going to the academy awards but you know uh we oh, just yeah, gotta cover just yeah, one more I, angley movie I, and then we'll jump back to yeah, you know no, wait, it's still relevant to angley and Crouch-Tag. of course, it's of still course there. Yeah. we still still yeah. reel it back in yeah yeah and then of course we had well all right just just before i forget uh crouch tiger actually the first film actually got number, uh, won four awards uh which mm-hmm. includes best foreign language film and right. um uh, best original score, and I always remember the score for it. The score was, you know, fantastic. Loved yep. it. Um, yep. And right, and then the the last Angli film that I actually remember seeing, I actually saw it on the big screen. I'm so grateful that I saw it there. Was Life of Pi. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. I love. Brilliant, the shot, right. filmed, that, edited. Yeah, I remember reading the book for that, and one of my favorite authors, uh, Margaret Atwood. She, I remember, gave a great review of it. Then she had a great interview involving the book Life of Pi, and I was like, oh shit, this book brilliant though. When I heard they was going to do a movie, I was like, oh, great. And it, I thought they did the movie reasonably well. It had problems, but, you know, for the most part, I really enjoyed what they did with it. Yeah, um, and the CG fed well, yeah, sorry, the visual yeah. effects were phenomenal. Yeah. yeah Especially like my... what they did with that tiger. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good job with, yeah, with the material. I was like, oh, shit, like, this is where CG is now, boy? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now we get into to the heart of the matter now. So um, when, we, when I saw the trailer for, you know, the Soul of Destiny um, online, you know, yeah. And it was like a next, uh, sorry, a Netflix exclusive movie. I was like, okay, clearly Ang Lee is not involved in this, or is he? And then I right. read up that the director was actually Yuan Wu Ping, who um, okay. did the, the fight choreography for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and right. Matrix. And um, well, he's a veteran in terms of martial arts choreography. He did, um, he actually made films as well, too. He made a Drunken Master back in okay, 1979. Still one of the best well, kung fu movies ever. Yeah, right, the, okay, the first okay, one. Okay, he directed that. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um. And he directed some more films and you know choreographed some more um fights in other films as well too. And well, during like the let's just say like the late two thousands, he started to you know do these wuxia films. But yeah. wuxia, in the sense that there was a lot of like visual effects and a lot of over the top stunts and thing. And I saw a lot of that. Well, more or less a little subdued in this movie here. Um, right. I remember the last film that he that that I saw from called True Legend, and I went in thinking I was gonna get this really awesome film, and it was just you know kind of good, kind of mediocre, but not just kind of forgettable. And I was hoping yeah. that it wasn't going to fall along that 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 part where they got cool fight scenes, cool looking sets and stuff, but no story or little to no right. story. And yeah. surprisingly, with this one, with with uh, with the Sword of Destiny, you know. For what it was, the, the 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 story was on point. I really enjoyed, you know, the uh, how it was paced, how the story was told, where it was right. going, and all that stuff. 
But before, but, um, before we get to my view, um, Ricardo, you want to share your thoughts on the movie? Yeah, so, okay, so it's a movie I liked when I watched, when I watched it with you at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about it, you know, in the garage, down on the IMAX, talking about that with your, with your brethren. Uh, but with a little bit of time passing, I kind of started to pick up on the flaws. And when it, you know, started to run through my memory of what, you know, um, this movie appealed to my, my kid, my kid, my kid and me that watch, love martial arts. That's some yes, great fight. Yes, yes, it did. Loved it. I, I, I felt like, Watching those, um, like just watching the TV, like on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. watching those films, yeah. it really and took me back there. Fights, the fights were, even though a lot of the fights were kind of by the numbers, it was still really well done. And it, one of the fights in particular was just really well, um, just you know what you want to talk about. Um, it's yeah. a fight in a frozen lake, on a frozen so lake. Kick. it is, it yeah. is awesome. Okay, guys, so well done. Yeah, but the thing is, the downfall of the film is the editing. I think it didn't have a strong enough story to, to tie and the didn't really tie tie the narrative together so well. Mm-hmm. So it, it just felt like well it just beat by beat by beat and it didn't didn't feel like a, con- a connective or coherent narrative at all actually. Um the more and more I think about it. It's like, yeah. oh well, why it is okay, I get I get what happened, you know. But it didn't it wasn't it was really I, I think it, it just they just you know edited a bunch of fight sequences together and it like they needed a, a older I don't know what they needed, but like a person who just like uh, like a proper supervisor to edit and see how this narrative flew in. I didn't have that. Yeah. Um, so the film, that like, stuff like that is just completely break up film for me. And this one, it kind of did. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I got what was going on, but it just didn't flow for me really good. Um, I think what happened, I think you mentioned this when we were talking, uh, when we saw in the film, was that they should have focused on Danny Yen's character a little more and make him more of the locus of the story. And they didn't really do that. Um, yeah, so and, and the funny thing is that he is, he is on the poster. But when right. we're going into the film, you right. assume that it is uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, um, um, Shulin. Right. And, yeah. you know, because she um, she survived the, the previous film, you know, she's trying to move on from the fact that, spoil it in case you haven't seen the last film, uh, Chow Yun-Fat's character dies, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and I kind of assumed that the story was going to be centered on her. And then, you know, we introduced to Donnie Yen's character about right. 15 minutes in. He yeah. plays Silent Wolf, and then, well, not gonna learned, say what right. happened, but he has right. um has something to do with her past as well too. Right, yeah, yeah. and I thought uh, they, they should have made a little better, like just again, just the connective tissue, making a better job of connecting. Well, why these characters are important to each other? Why so and so? They just most of it is told. Uh, it's it's not it's not um we not it's not shown, and I had a, right, I had right, a right. issue with that. Yeah. So you know you're, you're supposed to do these like cutting story beats in terms of, and it's just told like it's told to us, which is fine. But, you know, that's not a movie. You know, yeah. you need to have, you know, edit this together, make it better, make it, you know, connect things a little better. And um, uh, but, but do you think that because um, it's five books in total, because honestly, I didn't even know that it were, there were five books. I thought there was just one book. And he right. just decided to make a film based off of, you know, what we know from the first film. Do you think right. that they could have just started, like, you know, Netflix and all, could have just started with the first three books uh, that, and that then jump into yeah. the fifth one, you know, kind of like right, a Lord of the Rings kind of thing. And right, then, oh, um, well, oh, yeah, one little thing too, they, they, they do a lot of Lord of the Rings-ish kind of stuff in terms of, like, the, the cinematography, the lighting. It feels yeah. a lot like, you know, being back on Middle Earth, you know, at least in yeah. most shots in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it had like a ridiculous room light that was like blatantly off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. No, I, get a, I get a feeling that the, the you know, this the, the, the production wasn't smooth. So, like, they had a, like, a, you get a feeling that a lot of stuff was rushed and they had like a really tight time to shoot. Yeah. That's how it felt. Because it felt like, oh, well, things just not working out and they just, but they got a lot of, they just got what they wanted to get right and they just say, all right, let like, go with that. Um, so, I, 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 well, personally, I just think with the story that, um, 
even the first film felt big, but right. it wasn't as big as this one tried to be. This one had like a lot of right. backstory, a lot of history behind the right. characters. That's fine though, because I, I kind of like seeing, you know, why should we care about these characters? What do you have to do with the overall story? But sometimes it just feels like a little too much. And then, you yeah. know, it's like, um, well, then again too, um, and this might, this might, well, for me, this was a little issue, but this is what I kind of liked about the film. I know a lot of people who probably loved the previous film for, you know, the for the non-martial arts aspects might not like this one here. It right. really feels legitimately like a old school martial arts film or yeah. wusha film where <laughs> this is always, always like, can I say, like literally every five minutes of the fight scene. And then you have yeah. a little exposition and then you have another fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so you know, the it's those little exposition scenes that, you know, um, I wouldn't say they're too far in between, but, you know, it's just yeah. trying to add a lot to this basic story pretty much, you know? Trying right. to add a lot of characters, a lot of this, a lot of situations. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't, it didn't gel together very well. I think that was the biggest thing. The first film really gelled well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of understood why the characters yeah. were hold yeah. on, why they acted this, this way. You felt that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this one, one is this just one? like, all right, you know, this guy could fight, he could do this, you know, she could do this. And nearly most of the main characters in this film could fight, which is funny. <laughs> right, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, no, but the, 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 this one, um, this one, that's why it suffered. It just didn't gel it. You know, a movie, a movie needs to be more than the sum of its parts. And this one didn't really do that. It was just parts. Yeah, it, it was, was just, it was. It, 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 it was just it, parts. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything, every single thing you like, but it needed to, you know, coalesce into, you know. And I, again, yeah. and, you, and you also keep... to I think it's because of, you know, what the previous one did in terms of the story, you know. Right. Like it raised that by it. It, it yeah. more or less just showed it proved to people that you can tell a story in this genre. It's not just about right. fighting and you know, I right. can f- do this better than you. There was a real story with emotional heft into it, you know. And this yeah. one is just like, all right, we just going back old school. This is a throwback here. If you care about the characters or not, it doesn't matter. It's just about how how skilled they are in terms of fighting. That will that's kind of like why you should care about Donnie Yen's right. character or whatnot, you know. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, so um, that's my only issue with it, and, and that's the whole thing. So, I, I have to like give it, uh, well, I'm just gonna give my quick rating, now yeah, yeah, do that, do that, and I think I'll give mine after, to, yeah, no, I don't have anything to talk about other than just you know, just the editing issues, and just more like this, just the, you know, they could have a more skilled hand could have just <laughs> taken this to a higher level, but I didn't do that. I will give it a you know, a high CC8, you know, that's where I'll put it, all right, uh, you know, not not. Not a movie tongue, doesn't make you movie tongue just yet, but it's just a high CC hit. I still recommend it. I would go on Netflix and get it and probably watch it over again. I could yeah. see that happening. But um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, it was in my head, it was like a high movie tongue. And then when things, when time passed and I actually started to think about it, yeah, it had a lot of problems that I didn't really mm-hmm. care for. Little little you see here or there, again, a more skilled hand would, you know, and a little more time. Could have really like polished this a little bit. I think that was more new issue. That yeah. movie was just a bit unpolished. You know, it felt very unpolished in that way. Um, right. I, I hear it, it, it's good, good fighting. I'm not, not knocking that cinematography was solid and all these things, but yeah. it takes just little moments and how to pace it. And how those it wasn't paced well enough, had, pro- had little issues with that. And you know, the humor wasn't didn't work because again, all of this little editing thing just, just didn't come together the way I want. I would have liked it to compare to the first film. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it did only a lot of the story beats and a lot of fan references to the first film, you know, it yeah, had a lot yeah, of, of course. And I like what yeah. it did in terms of that. I great that's what happened yeah. before, yeah. Yeah, a lot of great callbacks it had, and um, so I, I knew what to look for. Um, that was it. But you know, just I didn't like it that much. I, you know, I, I wanted to like it, um, but I'll give it a high CC. It, it it's still watchable, not unwatchable, it's still solid. 
but it didn't live up to the first one i have to say no um yeah all right well okay for me if i could give it a rating i'll give it like probably a three and a half to sorry a strong three and a half to light four out of five stars yeah, it, it, for me, this this was like the throwback for you know like the old school kung fu fan inside of me. You oh know? no, yeah, so I, I, I felt I... right at home with you know the stuff and all that. But right. really, because of the title and because of what the previous film did and how ambitious it was in the story, it's right. a bit of a letdown. So it's kind of like watching two different films, and it really does feel like two different films. You know, it's just yeah. like uh, you see a familiar character, of course. Uh, well, the only familiar character being Michelle Yeoh's character. And she was fantastic, yeah. of course. I mean, she never yeah. disappoints, at least to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Donnie Yen doesn't disappoint yeah, as well, too. He's awesome as yeah. well, too. And then we have some other interesting characters as well, too. Some of them are there for a short period of time. Others yeah. last a little longer. We have a really cool villain as well, too. I didn't expect it. A little two-dimensional, right. but right, he was yeah. serviceable. You, you expect right. that in, in shows like that, you know? But still right. as well, too, you know, if you loved the first film, you love what the first film did, you'll look at this one and be like, um, this doesn't this doesn't hold up or this doesn't feel like the, the old film. And right. I guess it's even worse if you're not familiar with that style of um, like martial arts film, you know, you're not familiar with that, you know, like if your only introduction to Wuxia or martial arts film in general were like, you know, stuff like uh, Crouch Tiger, Hidden Dragon, of course, Hero, which I still yeah. think is probably the best in terms of the new Wuxia films, um, yeah. House of Flying Daggers and all those right. kind of films here. You yeah. would feel like, you know, this was a letdown. It was just too much action, too much style, not enough substance, right. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. No, as, it's been a fun yeah. film. That's why I give it that rating. But still, in yeah. terms of, like, Crouching Tiger's story standards, it's a right. little yeah. Yeah, step too down, much, you know? Yeah. A little too much, yeah, a little too much style, not enough substance. So that's yeah. Big, but, yeah, but other than that, though, it, looks, it, it looks very well. It's shot very well. The action sequences look really, really good. The yeah. fight choreography on point. Right. Humor, you know, it, it, it's there, you know, it's not so like, it had, you know, it had, a laugh festival trip, yeah, you know? yeah, it had some great moments, I thought. Um, it was a little cliche, because you, you yeah. kind of saw a lot of jokes coming a mile away, but it, yeah, get, you know, still really well done, I thought. Yeah. Um, and, and I would just say this finally, um, I, but for me, though, I'm just really glad that, um, that, you know, people are taking an interest to, to genres such as this, you know, um, you, yeah. like, you know, from our childhood, you know, we used to see, you know, martial arts movies coming out, like, probably three or four times a year, but now it's not like that anymore, you know? Um, right. Far less you don't even see any TV series, more or less, dedicated to martial arts, um, martial arts now, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, just the fact that Netflix is willing to take this familiar film that, you know, people saw back in 2000 loved and decided to do a sequel, I realize it's something that Netflix doing. They're taking familiar franchises and making sequels or spin-offs now. It's so like we have Fuller House coming out, uh, well, tomorrow, oh, yeah, the right. day after the screen. Um, this bullshit, recorded. that's going to be bullshit. Yeah, I saw the trailer of it. Don't care bullshit. anymore. Yeah, um, that's going to be bullshit. We having this peewee feature film. I'm like, why right. exactly? That, no. Yeah, I, I'm actually surprisingly disappointed in that because like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And yeah, it, it have, leave the like, Tim Burton movie now. Leave that. And yeah, I remember there was yeah. a sequel, but nobody cares about the sequel. Leave the Tim right. Burton movie where it is. It's, it's a what classic, right? Netflix, all Netflix have that coming out. I only give a shit about is the double season two Punisher. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and oh yes, and did you see the trailer, the part two of the trailer that um came out before? Right, well, that came out. The part two that came out today actually. Right. Yeah. Um, Check it out. It's little, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I film things before we wrap up is uh, <laughs> well, you heard news is that Batman v Superman, um, gonna have an R rating version. 
R-rated uh, director's cut. So when it comes out on home media, you will you will get to see the R-rated. So that version. means so that means folks <laughs> that means folks. I don't know. Yeah. So, so that means folks that Lex Luthor is gonna steal forty-one cakes in this one. That's how that's how dark and serious it's getting. He's gonna steal not forty cakes but forty-one cakes. If you get that, yes. 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 Um, then uh, we might get a couple of f bombs. We might see. So, I saw we the might trailer. see blood. Saw, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We gotta get. We wanna get like an extra, like two extra fucks. You know, yeah, some yeah, like that. Clearly, clearly, clearly. That means, you know, that, means Zack Snyder, that means Zack Snyder is going to give extra fucks in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Not going to give zero fucks. <laughs> going to give extra fucks. Extra, yeah. Uh, um, no, um, another, another, thing, another thing we saw is that, do you know that there's going to be a joint movie of the villain from Juwan and the villain from... Uh, uh, what is... Not, what it is? No, Juwan is the ring, right? Yeah. From no, the ring. Um, no, Ringu is ring. Juwan right. is... is um, not the grudge, no, no. The grudge, I, I, yes, yeah, right. The, the, the right. grudge, right. Ringu, the, the villain from Ringu and the villain from Juan gonna clash in a movie soon. That's coming. The trailer came out in Japan. So it's basically Japanese Freddy, the Jap, yeah, the Japanese Freddy versus Jason is gonna come out. I Wow. It, that's incredibly <laughs> stupid, eh? But I expect it to be awesome, though. So that is a total fan service thing. So that I would yeah, yeah, clearly, clearly. If if they if they really focus on these scares, I think it might work. But and instead of playing for parody, like what Freddy vs Jason did, you know. Right. Exactly. Um. So that is that. Uh. Well. Yeah. But that that, that that's baffling. That's that was. So it's like, that's really yeah. Weird. Early March. Early March has something. Oh right. Next movie is gonna be um, one Cloverfield Lane. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Sorry. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, that's, that's coming out in a couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah. Right? Very soon. Yeah. Very, very soon. So that'll more likely be our next movie we're going to be taking in. Yeah. And uh, the less I know about it, the better as well too. Oh yeah. Also, um, London has fallen. Is coming out as well yeah, too we're, around we're that same time. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to check it out. Like, I mean, I saw okay. Olympus has fallen. It was right. Good, I. But, yeah. It was, uh, Olympus has fallen. Was kind of bullshit. But there was um, ridiculous was, with the violence. At least to me, it was, was, it, it was, was ridiculous. Was the other one that Oral and America made? Uh, that's similar to uh, White House Down. White House, White House Down. Yeah. So I, I actually really like, I actually really like White House Down because it, it did. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb as shit, but it was basically a really good Die Hard movie, like done well, like a modern Die Hard movie. It's shocking at how all the copycats of Die Hard movies doing better than damn Die Hard movies. <laughs> no, right? Uh, yeah, but this London Has Fallen is incredibly silly, but I'm gonna see it because I, I expect to enjoy. It. Mm-hmm. I expect to enjoy it because, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it though. Uh, Morgan Freeman is the villain. Oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, like, all, all, all along he was the bad guy. Yeah. So you gonna you gonna shoot this motherfucker? You know you gonna <laughs> you gonna give us a light <laughs> like that, just like in, in um that stupid movie with uh with with Macavino. So, um, what was yeah, where you where you bending the bullets? That bullshit. Dude, wanted was was awesome though, but uh, the comic book was way 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 better. Yeah, it's I, true. We had I, a lot from the material, but the comic book was way better. The only movie loses me when 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 Morgan Freeman yell out, "Kill this motherfucker!" That was funny as hell. But it was so stupid. I was like, "Yeah, all right, we done." Yeah, but, but I, I, I admit, the first time I saw it, I didn't really like it. But the second time, when I just shut my brain off, I was like, "Yeah, no, okay, yeah, yeah, now again." I went, I went to see it with my dad, and it was like, "Yeah, just me and he just totally enjoyed it." I was like, "That's so silly and ridiculous." So mm-hmm. it was just awesome. So yeah, but, but the comic, though, if you haven't read it, I know uh, Mark Miller right. wrote it. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a total Mark Miller movie. Yeah. Totally yeah, Mark excellent. and his style, his style of writing, his silly uh, kind of writing. Yeah, a real, does... a real anti-superhero right, comic all the way. Yeah. Meta, meta stuff, yeah, a lot of meta kind of content, kind of stuff, similar to Kickass and the rest. Of it, so mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, it's that. Anyway, all right, so anyway, that's yeah. Our, yeah. 
So Wait, yeah, um, oh yeah, um, so Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. I would still say check it out um, yeah. on Netflix or whatever. I it's it's like the perfect Sunday afternoon flick. You know, have your bag of popcorn, yeah. have your drink, right, and just have fun with it. It's it's a show not to take too seriously or. You know, you're not gonna have like a a, a box of tissues like which which you may have had for the last film, you know. But right. it's an overall fun movie. Just you know, stories are lagging, but other than that, genuine right. throwback to the old school kick up movies. Right. And I'm just personally as a fan of kung fu movies, yeah. just hoping to see more movies like this come out. Well, maybe not through Netflix, but you know, just right. Hollywood taking more attention to it, or at least the Hong Kong film yeah. film industry, or whatever, yeah. making more I films like that to cater into us yeah. fans. Right, I don't tell people to skip it at all. Go see it, but you know it have its problems. So yeah, and and it also looked pretty good in 3D though. Well, oh yeah, and uh, one yeah, more it thing. Well done, one, yeah. yeah, one last thing you should mention. Uh, we we saw, all right, we we saw it with a with a Chinese dub, and I would say like the voice acting for that Chinese dub was was oh, excellent. Yeah. But right, the interesting thing is that every actor in the film spoke English. You literally see yeah. the mouth move. You know, case seeing the text on screen. Yeah, so I'm not sure. You know, um, with with uh, you know when Netflix brings it out the day well tomorrow, as in the day after this recording, if it'll or be in English, if right. it is in English or whether it's in Chinese. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it again, but it will be interesting if it's it's if it's in English. If it's in right. Chinese, however, then I do. I'm, I'm wondering if they'll have like a probably yeah. like a media if, release if it, where you get it, you know both languages. Right. Yeah, they're gonna do that because if they want to make money and American audiences, they're gonna have a yeah because. People hate reading, so yeah, people do. Yeah, yeah so. you know, anime, for example. Yeah, yeah, right. No, so you'll dub it over anyway, even if it's a shitty dub and it's ruined the experience. However, however, yeah, yeah. All right, All right. so that's so, pretty much it for our um, impromptu yeah, sure. Skype session. Well, the room, um, definitely right. check it out as well too. Right. And also, well, if you have seen the room, what do you think about it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Um, also too. Do you think that Brie Larson will win Best Actress for it? Do you think Rue right. will win? Will, sorry, will win Best uh, Picture for it? And of course, Sword of Destiny. Did you see it? Did you like the show? Did you hate the show? Do you think that the the previous film was way better, or you you love this one more? You know, um, right. any any final words? No, not really. Just huh? uh, just I just hyping for just Batman v Superman, and that is all. That is my thing for the week. And yeah, well, know, but tickets are going on sale uh, Monday as well, so we have oh, to wow. we have uh, to talk yeah, about yeah, that here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be an opening day or if it'll be like the opening weekend. I, I want to see it as soon as possible on my birthday, maybe. So, nice. I don't know what day that is. I'm going to check my calendar now. Um, it's not the day after it comes out. Like, if it comes out on the Wednesday, your birthday is like the following day, right? I think that's the Tuesday, yeah. Right, Tuesday. right. Well, um, we, we'll figure out something from there. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I don't mind the Wednesday, well, but I'll see it as soon as I can. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't mind seeing it first and then rubbing it in people's one face time. on social media. <laughs> do no, that no, yeah, I want to I wanna see it on, on the, the premiere day, actually, or at least a premiere shot, or even if there are midnight screening, because most, I went to see the midnight screening for, but, uh, not, but, not the premiere screening. No, for, uh-huh. not Dark, but yeah, that too. I went to see a midnight screening for Dark and Rises, but um, for Banner Steel, okay. for the prequel to this, to the previous movie from this. So I want to see a, like a big screening for this, and there's a big lime, and just make it a real dread thing and reach in for that. So. Yeah, it could yeah. happen, it could happen, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that in. Right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. So you guys have something to watch this weekend. If you guys don't care so much about the Academy Awards as much as I do, and Ricardo yeah. to an extent, there's yeah. Sword of Destiny. You can check that out. You know. Yeah. So All right. that's my little recommendation, and um, basically. So yeah, that's pretty much about it, right? All right. All right. So once again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. Once again, this is Matthew and Ricardo Medina signing off. So till next time. 
Later. All right.